The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. This was not a close election. And after this, we're going to walk down and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. We're going to walk down to the Capitol. started it's where the idea was planted we have to take note of that at least that's what we think technically by law and legal standards we cannot say 100% unequivocally for fact that because of that speech it was behest the storming of the Capitol. And that's just the bottom line. Legally standing. Legally standing. But for all inclusive purposes, I think the dude really did egg on everybody to go to the Capitol. I don't think I know. Because I'm a, you know, practical thinking person. But we got all the way to the impeachment, second impeachment trial. And, uh, we were handed our pass, our ticket, our airplane flight back home, back to the second impeachment no, and acquittal. <laughs> That's what happened to the American people. That's what happened to the Senate. The House once again impeached. The Senate once again acquitted. So it's absolutely bizarre that that DJT walked the fine line of actually saying to go and storm the capital capital and just insinuating that that would be a great idea that's just what happened we can't as look at americans americans republic republic of america we cannot be angry upset or confused as to why that happened legally again standing because he said a lot. There is no question. He said a whole lot. But did he say, listen, Henry, Chuck, Jerry, Connor, Terry, get over there and storm that castle? Nope. So legally standing, he didn't tell them to do it by name. He didn't say anybody. He could be Joe Biden's people that went and stormed the Capitol because, you know, they just wanted to go check out the Capitol that day. And in all fairness... <laughs> <laughs> in all fairness they did have like uh, 
they had the premiere um, lines, you know, like the whole, they had the whole things kind of lined up, quartered off and set up to where it looked like they were actually just doing a tour of the Capitol. Maybe they were the day before because it looked like it was pretty organized. It was an organized coup, if you ask me. It was very organized. <laughs> and we have some people to the defense of the Capitol Stormers, a.k.a. Patriots, a.k.a. 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 coup troops. We had the, you know, certain people pressing the idea of, well, there was worse things going on in Seattle this year. Well, true, but there was also death going on that prompted that anger. And, uh, you know, you guys, you patriots went and caused death in an orderly fashion. It was very confusing. (laughs) Oh, we have everybody in trouble. Everybody, their primaries, their primaries, the GOP's primaries are going to look a little different this year. Huh? Or some people are happy. And we have people asking whether or not this violent act is the way forward. And, and, and people are wondering, is this setting the example by quitting? Is this the way forward for uh, Americans to get their point across when it comes to the way they feel about how the government is handling business mm. shaky ground let's hear a little bit more of what uh, we were looking at here in regards to uh, in regards to the today because uh, we got some people who are you know sorry yeah today that honor is tempered by by an overriding feeling of grave concern time sometimes that makes you unpopular and sometimes that is a is the popular thing did i think she he probably did something inappropriate yes did i think that i could prove it beyond a reasonable doubt based on available credible and admissible evidence no i didn't That is DJT's lawyer, defense lawyer. He was also in charge of prosecuting prosecuting the case against Bill Cosby. And you've heard it there. And that is by law, rule of law, one of those little tricky, tricky things that needs to be proven. Did he or did he not, by, by reasonable doubt, uh, you have to, that's very important, right? So that, um, he didn't prosecute Bill Cosby for that reason because he couldn't prove beyond reasonable doubt that he did something sketchy by drugging any of those ladies. Okay, a lot of people, again, a lot of people said, come on, look at all the evidence. Look at all this, look at all this. Look at his track record. Look at his track record. Look, look, look at what he's done. You know, so people kind of took that and said, that should give us enough evidence. But if you can't, by law, prove by reason, reasonable doubt that someone has done the actual act, then that's where the slope is slippery. So that's what, where he did not uh, prosecute Bill Cosby, and many people thought he should. 
ultimately that was uh, done. I don't know if he was in charge of that case or not. And so that's why I record everything, right? Because I want to know. I want to make sure to be able to prove by reasonable doubt things are, you know, what they are. And legally standing, that is your right. But see, even those phone calls that were recorded, it was the wording. And again, Georgia's head of state is looking into prosecuting for the interference with the Georgia elections. So we have to look and we have to look into that. That's going to be next. I think there's going to be several of these court cases that are lining up for the DJT. And so we'll keep a close eye on those indefinitely and see uh, whether or not he gets hung up and tricked up and tripped over on his words. And see, I've been really kind of stewing on this and waiting to address the uh, second impeachment because, well, there was just a lot to take in. And uh, it's uh, when, when you're looking at it from the standpoint of did he or didn't he? Why can't they see what we're seeing? Why won't Mitch McConnell and and, 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 and uh, Ted Cruz and all those guys just, you know, step out of the way and, and, and do what's right? Well, they're afraid that if they do insinuate that DJT did instigate this insurrection, that they will uh, have problems in the future because insinuations aren't, well, they're not unreasonable doubt. <laughs> And that's just the part. That's just the point. That is absolutely the point. We don't work with feelings in law and in legality. We don't work with feelings. We work with facts. Facts over feelings, honey. And so the American people are. We are up in our feelings, and the law is dealing with the facts. And the fact of the matter is that unless it was very poignant and directed by name, by date, by time, those are the things we're going to look into, right? Did he give a? Did he give everybody a date, time to show up and tell them to bust out windows? He might have insinuated that on many, many recalls. But did he tell them by name to go and do those things? Right. So a lot of people can go on the internet. Let's say, let me give you an example. Let's say you're going on the internet and you find uh, Susie Homemaker bacon, right? And she's like. So today I'm going to be baking with bacon. And, uh, well, what I did today was I went over to the local 7-Eleven and I stole a pack of bacon. And I'm going to bake with that bacon. And I'm going to crumble it up and put it in my bacon burger. Now, you can go off of Susie Homemaker's directive and say, I'm going to go to the local 7-Eleven and, and steal me a pack of bacon and crumble it over my bacon burger as well. Or you can say, no, that's malarkey. Who would ever do that? That's silly, I will never, but I will go and buy my bacon and crumble it over my perfectly great bacon burger, right? There you go. That's a little bit of an analogy for you to understand how the law works. Because <laughs> if you go over to your 7-Eleven by the directive, quote unquote, air quotes, of Susie Homemaker to go steal that bacon pack and crumble it over your bacon burger, well, you just might not be as lucky as she. You might not get to get back home to make that YouTube video that she so 
criminally put together. <laughs> and there's a law, the law that I studied. I'm trying to give it to you in layman's terms so we can understand it a little better. So Americans, we have the right to feel very uh, confused as to what's going on. However, the main, the main, the main thing that I got out of all of this, there's so much, there's so much, but the main thing that I got out of it was the Philadelphia guy. <laughs> I gotta find it. <laughs> he named, this guy named a whole city something different. Listen. Okay. It's not just not true. But for the House managers to say we need depositions about things that happened after, it's not just not true. But, but if he does, there are a lot of depositions that need to be happened. Nancy Pelosi's deposition needs to be taken. Come on, uh, uh, Vice President uh, Harris's uh, deposition absolutely needs to be taken and not by Zoom. None of these depositions should be done by Zoom. We didn't do this hearing by Zoom. These depositions should be done in person, in my office, in Philadelphia. That's where they should be done. I don't know how many civil lawyers are here, but that's the way it works, folks. When you want somebody's deposition, you send a notice of deposition, and they appear at the place where the notice says. That's civil process. I don't know why you're laughing. It is civil process. That is the way lawyers do it. Sir? Uh, Bruce, <laughs> I don't think we're laughing at the civil process. <laughs> I don't think that the entirety of the Senate was laughing at the civil process. I think it went right over your head, sir, Caster. I think we're laughing at the fact that you just renamed Philadelphia into Philadelphia. <laughs> Everybody from Philly should have a problem with that. <laughs> Everybody from Philadelphia, Philadelphia should have a problem with that. Only because it's just not called Philadelphia, it's called Philadelphia. But you were really going for it. And you said no one should laugh at the due process. No one's laughing at the due process. The due process is all over Zoom right now, sir. I think I should remind you that we are in a pandemic. There's a second wave of a super spreader pandemic uh, virus of the corona, a.k.a. whatever that is um, that we're dealing with as well. So, yeah, things are happening over Zoom. Depositions can happen over Zoom. And they should be happening in people's offices in Philadelphia when it's safe. I'm starting to think that everything in life at this point in era regarding her community. Oops. I think that everything in life right now is based on satire. I think that it is just so outlandish that it's it's all satirical. And I, I, I mentioned that a lot, but let's think it let's hear about what Nancy Pelosi thinks about this whole process. Sure, an option right now. The center is a slice in the face of the Constitution. That gives 
let everybody off the hook. They let everybody off the hook. Oh, these cowardly senators who couldn't face up to what the president did and what was at stake for our country are now going to have a chance to give a little slap on the wrist. We censure people for using stationery for the wrong purpose. We don't censure people for inciting insurrection that kills people in the Capitol. They censor people for using the wrong stationery. Wow. But not inciting an insurrection. See, again, and again, in all fairness, I have to keep this this uh, show very uh, unbiased, although my bias peeks in every now and again. I think we have to look at either side. And either side of the aisle says, did he indefinitely incite the insurrection? Of course he did. <laughs> Duh. But <laughs> but did he really, though? Truly, 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 truly. Oh, gosh. This guy might be able to get away with anything. It's just, it's it's bizarre. It's uh, And if he comes back, see, there's, now there's certain things that... Uh, can be done in order to prevent him from running for office again, okay? One, let's note that the Senate voted 57 of 43 to acquit him, okay? So that's a fact. But there's still a little bit of hope uh, that he can never actually step into office again. That's legislative, judicial, and executive office, any of those. And that would be through the 14th Amendment, Okay, see, in America, we have uh, amendments. And these are because our forefathers or our our, uh, founding fathers of the Constitution, John Adams, Benjamin Franklin, all those guys who were on money, you know, they they looked into the future and saw that these things would, were possibilities, right? Overthrowing a coup and authoritarianism and blah, 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 right? So they did note that this could be something um, that could happen. So they did put these amendments in place in order to protect the government and the citizens as well. So in Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, anyone who has gone to war against the Union, a.k.a. our country, the USA, or engaged in insurrection or rebellion or given aid and comfort to the nation's enemies is prohibited for from running for a federal state office, federal state office. So that would again need to be taken to court and proven. Okay. You'd have to find by fact, here's the problem you need to find. We need to find facts not feelings. Okay, section three says, no person shall be a senator or representative of Congress or elector or president or vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who having previously taken oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislator or any executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. A Congress may by a vote of two-thirds of each house remove such disability. Wow. So that's, again, we have to get Congress to get on the same vote. It's hard to. It's hard to, but it's hard. It's easier to uh, kind of uh, 
get them to double clutch a hand of uh, a cup of water than it is to uh, get everybody on board to say that DJ Tid did direct that coup. It's also important to know that fellow federal office isn't just the presidency. It includes, again, legislative, judicial, and other federal positions, civil or military, right? So he wouldn't be able to go into any of those routes, right? He might be able to go into uh, tax auditing. I mean, uh, he might be able to do uh, work over at the pillow guy's shop. Or maybe just, again, start his own country in Florida. Donald Trump engaged in the insurrection on the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021, by fully clearly inciting and accepting it. He did say, hey, you beautiful people, just go home now. But, you know, later he ran that back and he was like, that was silly. Prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law. It was, again, a gaslighting prom. There were copious amounts of proof which were, which were represented during this impeachment trial that he did kind of, you know, give the directive. But you, you listen to videotapes, you listen to people who were there. Again, it's the same as goes for the story of a lady who stole the bacon from 7-Eleven. Did she tell you to steal it or did she say she stole it and that's maybe something you could think about doing, right? It is fact, not feelings. A lot of those people went there based on feelings. Like, yeah, Ted Cruz would love for us to do this. DJT would love for us to do that. They would love for us. And it's like a fan, you know? Me, I certainly will have a lot of fans. I don't expect that they'll do things on my directive. (laughs) Actually, I do because it's going to be good stuff. I would never insinuate anybody should incite a coup and any of that debauchery. It's not in me. I I don't jive like that. So, uh, again, it's one of those things. I think he's dealing with a lot of fans. DJT was one of those presidents like Ronald Reagan that uh, came from, you know, the television, came from, you know, reality show and the movies and film and blah, blah, blah. So you gain a fan base and then you step yourself into presidency and you got fans that are willing to go hard for you. You got fans who are willing to go hard for people who do movies and they don't, they can't separate the actor from the person, you know, the part from the person. When you take a part as an actor, you take a part. And you guess what? Fun, fun fact, people who love film, film buffs, I have a little fun fact for you. When a person leaves that set, movie, film, commercial, television, radio, they leave it there. They don't take it home and embody that as to who they are. In fact, their families know them for something different. Usually they don't know them. The Rock. Let's give you an example. The Rock. The Rock doesn't go home as Maui from Moana. He goes home as Derek, whatever his name is. Very cute, gorgeous, scary. It would be difficult to wake up to that kind of a big body every morning. But go ahead, go off his wife. Um, (laughs) But that's, you know, who they are. So, ah, it's a... It's a sticky one. People are being advised to call their local representatives and their senators and tell them to enforce this Amendment 42, Article 3, against DJT um, by calling the number 202-224-3121 for the USA, U.S. switchboard operator who can direct people to their local legislative branches, right? Um, (laughs) So that's happening. It's happening. This is something that, wow, 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 wow. DJT wouldn't go under oath. He's telling us something about this. And it's setting up a perfect storm for something like this 
to possibly happen again. Look, we only have four years of Biden, a possible eight. And then someone else steps in there and they give it their go. And we hope that America remains a democracy, but countries change. Look at Russia, look at China, look at countries change. They go from a certain type of democracy and they get a look at Myanmar from democracy to authoritarianism. So you just don't know. What you do know is that you cannot get comfortable being comfortable in, in the state of the world. It's forever changing, right? It's forever changing. It's forever evolving. But what you can do is be comfortable in the state of where you are, where your mind is, where your heart is, and what you'll do to affect great and positive change. There's one re- there's one way to affect great change. Great can be, ugh, it can be big and loud and boisterous and scary, but great can be positive and, and warm and connective. I think we need more of that going on here, but that's just my personal opinion. So affect some great and positive change in, in your home, in your families, and in the world around you. And then hopefully that will cause a trickle-down effect to the world, you know, around us. That's all, that's all we can really hope for because, look, again, times are changing. Things are different. People are really wobbly weevily in their feelings, dealing with uh, what they think should be logically right or wrong and they're not coming out of it with those answers quite right there's a lot of divide is what I'm saying there's a lot of divide and we can do better we can do better as a society so I would implore us to dig deeper into who we are in 2021 it already feels better it already feels different it feels different it sometimes feels uneasy but it also feels better than 2020 I think we shave that little uh, that little mullet now we have a little Biden haircut. Look in the back of that guy's hair. Ah, it's weird. It's interesting. He's got a weird back hair. Ah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> happy belated to uh, Valentine's Day. I hope you felt the love that you deserve. We all do. Uh, and if you didn't, I hope you loved yourself. Because, you know what? Everybody deserves to, you know, feel like we, that's the one relationship that we will always remain with is the relationship with ourselves love yourself treat yourself well tell yourself positive things tell yourself you're great and then one day you'll be great okay it's all about reminding yourself that your words and your thoughts are positive you're not going to do anything with your life by feeding it garbage and and peril and i'm not this and such and such is this and the world's crumbling and treating me bad and awful and how do i no change it up switch it up say I'm great I give good things to the world and I am going to uh, be successful and you know do the things blah 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 blah, that I've set out to do whatever make it positive okay people because one thing's for sure it is weird it's a weird world (laughs) I'm your host Charbote with WTF Landia Radio (laughs) Oh, second impeachment, acquitted. Guys, 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 politics, it's been real and it's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. (laughs) See you when I see you. Bye.
By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the wtf landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third-party materials or or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast, or the information presented in this podcast.